Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Egypts of the World. Kick off your shoes, light up your pipe, put on your hat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a very mixed metaphor. <laughs> am I standing? Am I staying or am I going? We don't know. No idea. <laughs> You're gonna soar like an eagle as you dig through the trench of existence. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a turtle with wings on its back, he'll fly around in the ocean. So, well, that they, in many ways they do. And ladies and gentlemen, you are Glenn Wool, and you are Andrew Maxwell. Yes. This week, ladies and gentlemen, on Egypts of the World, there will be weaponized potatoes. Yes, and there will be uh, hungry dictators. <laughs> yes, there will. There will be people choosing when they leave a plane. Yeah, there will be the strange, strange rules of tennis. The ball people and how they connect to society. And finally, Belfast and its taxi drivers. <laughs> With a lot of talk about eels. There is a lot of eel talk. And some goats. And a lot of goat action. Yeah. Yeah. The big news this week is that Ukraine is almost ready for it, the counteroffensive. Yeah. 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 Or or they're not. Or they are. Or maybe they are. The the point is, and I can't believe there's actually people in the West going, oh my God, just get on with it. Like, yeah. I think you're fine. They will fight an existential war of justice <laughs> when they want to. What they've done, this is the, the latest thing, while the Ukrainians are waiting for their orders to push ahead with the, the counter-offensive, they've just, the ones who've been on the border with Belarus, it's obviously... Belarus, the regime there enabled yeah. the Russians to invade essentially through the back door and try and attack Kiev. So they're, they're not exactly in the best books with the Ukrainian no. military. No. The, just the Ukrainians have been bored. What they've been doing is f- flying their drones over Belarusian soldiers <laughs> and dropping potatoes on them. <laughs> it's, it's so, so insanely basic. <laughs> And yet, such an effective piece of of psyops, isn't it? Look at that, look at that. What's that dunk? Yeah, if we could drop this potato, this Maris Piper on your head, we yeah. could drop <laughs> some semtex. <laughs> so insulting. Weirdly, you know. Well, obviously, not as bad as being blown up by a hand grenade. Of course, few things are. No, but. But still, like, wow, that's humiliating. It's getting a potato dropped on your head. Yeah, and I don't know how, how bad sanctions are in Belarus right now, but they they actually might really like those potatoes. Well, that's the reason why. Apparently, in in the east of Europe, Belarusians are, are known for their love of the potato. <laughs> oh, yeah, over there, we... It, really? Yeah. We, we, the Irish, don't get the <laughs> potato... It's the Belarusians get it. That's why they were dropping potatoes on them. Oh, see, I, I saw that in the clip. I didn't quite understand it because he was like, you worship it. You should fall to your feet. And I just thought he was drunk. I mean, he's dropping potatoes on Belarusians. You kind of think maybe the guy's had a few vodkas. You know? It's not a sober man's behavior. No, and he's not. He can't. I mean, it is hard to 
guard the border of Belarus, but you know, there's there's other things going on. If he was if he was in the crack squad, I don't think that's where they'd have him, just flying his drone around dropping potatoes on people. <laughs> but God bless him that he's there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But it just makes you think, like, what else you could just drop on <laughs> that stuff <laughs> legally allowed drop on people. Yeah, yeah, I think pretty much anything, and there are army guys too. So they have helmets on. They can't, they can't go to health and safety. Yeah, and go, yeah. yeah, they're dropping potatoes on us, sir. <laughs> well, wear your helmet. Well, there was a complaint. There's a claim. Or whatever it is. <laughs> where there's a claim, there's bl- where there's blame. What is it? Where there's blame, there's a claim. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I think they work interchangeably. What? You, you could say where there's a claim, there's blame. Where there's blame, there's a claim. I suppose you could, yeah. Yeah. You want a fucking potato dropped on you? I will. I'll drop a fucking. You don't have the. You don't have the genetics to waste a potato. (laughs) 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 They'll they'll know when it's me because I'll just be there with me mouth open. (laughs) You're trying to throw it, but it's like the. (laughs) Like you can't understand why you can't throw it. Like, like just it won't release from my hand. Just can't give you a baby. <laughs> Thirty-five minutes in the oven. You're mine. I wonder if you dro- if you drop new potatoes, is, it, is that the equivalent of shrapnel? <laughs> so great. It's such a great prank. Yeah. So is such a wild, such a shitty thing to do. But and, also, and like, the next thing you know, what you do. You put a grenade in a potato, <laughs> and you drop it on some Belarusians who are like, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. here come the potato guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sadly, one of, one of the great, you know, the, the amount of sort of horseshoe fucks, you know, people are so left-wing, they actually turn out to be fascists and vice yeah. versa. I'm actually a massive national patriot who's, who's joined in with these commies online. <laughs> All those pricks. There's, sadly, there's a fucking Egypt in Ireland. The independent socialist MEP for the European Parliament. Her name's Claire Daly. Like, oh, man alive. Right. It's like some some inner city school is missing its sub-teacher. Like, <laughs> and they have not noticed. <laughs> no, they have missed nothing. <laughs> Less Claire Daly is more Claire Daly. <laughs> Sometimes the squad just plays better as 10 than 11. <laughs> I don't know. As, as a football team, we seem to be better without a goalie. She made a speech where she, the very words she used were it's, every war has ended in a negotiated peace. Right. All right. Very good. You strike me as one of those people who's never read anything about war because no. that's not what the fuck happened. <laughs> Hitler didn't negotiate with that bullet. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He signed a bad deal if that was negotiated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mussolini wasn't negotiating with that lamppost. <laughs> okay, well, how about we come in and take your country and you hang yourself? Well, you guys drive a hard bargain. <laughs> I gotta say, <laughs> he knows how to really 
Drivard Bargen. <laughs> okay, lamppost. I don't like you, and you don't like me. <laughs> oh, well, Tucci. <laughs> yeah. Hold on one second, Mike. Edit this out. It's Fisherman's Friend time. Oh, what's going on there? And why does it have to be edited? What the fuck? Well, yeah, we're we're in a studio, a studio. We're in a shed at the end of my <laughs> garden, and my friend, who's twice the size of me, has just gone. Cut the recording. It's Fisherman's Friend time. <laughs> Slip mm. one of these in your mouth. Oh, the ones I want are Fisherman's Frenemies. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wonder what they taste like. Salty. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> a little bitter. Yeah. That's a really nice boat you've got there. Hmm. I hope you got a big catch. Yeah. For once. Oh, you've caught skate. Hmm. Mm. I guess some people like it. Mm. Mm. I suppose if you throw enough capers at anything, it'll be delicious. Yeah. Yeah, did you catch some capers too? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. I've realised the the flaw in this plan very quickly. Well, you just you're just going to be wheezing and sucking in the background. Yeah, nothing new. It's just <laughs> usually there's cameras involved. Do you have a story? I do. I do. Sure. Uh, it is about uh, North Korea. Oh. How have we got to this many episodes of Egypt of the World and North Korea has not come up? Well, there's been a lot of idiots. (laughs) Can't just focus on one. You got to get a spread of love around. But um, tell us all about what's happening in North Korea. King, I, I hope I've got the right one, but Kim Jong-un, is that who's in charge right now? He's the grandson. He's the third level of Kim. Yeah, yeah. He is apparently, sw- he's swollen up to over 300 pounds and he has a massive drinking and nicotine problem, which I think, uh, you know, you know, you know, it's kind of a... Like a, a really straight-laced website when you get that info. Like, oh, he's got a nicotine problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, lots of people do. That's not, you know, thank you. But, Can uh, I tell you something else about him? He didn't use two coats on his fence. Well, that's just insanity because he's going to learn. He'll learn very quickly of yeah. why you do that. Yeah. Paint is cheaper than wood. Mm-hmm. That's what my grandpa. Probably not saying. in North Korea, actually. <laughs> Probably the other way around. Yeah. But uh, yeah, to me, the fact that he's a he's a world leader over three hundred is uh, you don't you don't see that often, but you you definitely don't like. There's still a massive problem with starvation in oh, North yeah. Korea. Oh yeah, so, yeah. They have still have famines. And people do starve to death. Yeah. So, yeah, know, yeah. If you're if you're the leader, like, could you even send condolences to that funeral? Like, <laughs> uh, if I could do anything to bring them back, I would. Uh, like, give them one of your fucking puddings, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I starved to death. You're three hundred pounds. <laughs> the the weird thing is, I I read the article about it, and it's they said they'd used AI technology to guess how big he was. <laughs> 
surely like I mean do we is does AI need to get involved in that yeah I like, mean surely that's literally is it, isn't that the raffle at a fun fair <laughs> well you, how you, big's the pig definitely any any state fair's got a got a barker they could have come in and okay <laughs> 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 got around we got a new dictator <laughs> <laughs> This guy is a third generation of the same murderous, fanatical communist family. What we got here? <laughs> I just refuse to believe people actually <coughs> understand what Accidentally buying shit. <laughs> I seem to have bought four geese. <laughs> really strange because I'm a grain farmer. Yeah, keep them as pets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Surely you could save the AI for shit that it might be needed for. Yeah, yeah. If if that's what if that's what they're using it for, then mm. AI is gonna kill us all. If we keep making it do that, mm. it's, like, it's it's. What would you like to know? The universe awaits. We want to know how fat that little guy is. <laughs> we want to know exactly how big he is. <laughs> When we eventually capture him, we want to know how much lotion we're going to need. <laughs> well, I suppose I could, but certainly. <laughs> What's the surface area? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, actually. That'd be a nice way for... If we are talking about what way bloodthirsty, murderous dictators go, to just oil him up and have him run through the streets of Pyongyang. Oh, yeah. All oiled up. Very hard to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> he must be the fattest dictator now at 300. Stalin got big. Stalin mm. got big at the end. Yeah, Lukashenko in, in Belarus. He's a big unit too. Oh, you know who's the biggest though? Kadyrov. Oh, he's a little fatty. This is fun. Uh, this is a really... <laughs> we don't believe, by the way, in judging people's body shapes. Only if you're yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> but if but you're if you, an evil dictator. Yeah, it's all, the gloves are off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Off your fat fingers, you fat fuck. <laughs> yeah, Kadarov. The, the, the gloves warlord. are off and the piggies are out. <laughs> oh, he's a little fat warlord. <laughs> he's a little oh, oinker. Yeah, he squeals when he's angry. Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> he also has what looks like genuinely a stuck-on beard. It is now. He actually ate the other one. <laughs> Got too many crumbs in it. And he ate his own beard. <laughs> she was a lovely girl, too. <gasps> oh, that's right, Kadarov. Yeah. I'm saying you and a goat are in love. Oh, yes. Oh, fucking Jesus. At the start of this, this the invasion of Ukraine, how could we have possibly thought that a year later everybody would have seen drone footage of a Chechen thug having sex with a goat? Oh, I've seen and it. yeah, I've many seen it. times now. It's not like <laughs> I think it's fair enough to say whether a democratic army or the army of a dictatorship, 
there, there's probably one goat fucker in every army. Yeah, you sort of have them as a, a mascot. <laughs> 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 they used to have a goat, but... Here it comes, Gordon. Gordon the goat fucker. <laughs> Absolute pride of the Scottish regiments. There's near there's near goat in 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 all the world where fucking Gordon can he get on top of? <laughs> Isn't that right, Gordon? <laughs> I have been gored a few times, but it was well worth it. <laughs> It only adds to the pleasure. Aye, that's right. There's nothing quite like taking a horn deep into your admin. 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 It it happened in Edmonton. (laughs) In the West Edmonton Mall, Gordon was on shore leave. (laughs) Tonight. Now I'm out here in the great prairie plains of West Canada. (laughs) Have you got any hoofed friends for me? (laughs) Good goating up with those birds. <laughs> up on those eastern shores. Oh, uh, you know, by the cliffs, there's a couple of mountain goats up there. You can, you can get them. <laughs> you can get them where it's suicide or Gordon. Uh, <laughs> I got you trapped, you little goat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I can tell you, this is no wily coyote. <laughs> I think this voice actually might be a Scottish politician. <laughs> He went into politics after his service. Oh, of course. <laughs> Have I been uh, slightly <coughs> loose-lipped in the bar of uh, Premier Inn in my time? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's the reason why I'm the MSP for Inverstrudry. <laughs> Click Mantillock. <laughs> Well, everybody else has got their opinions off their chest. <laughs> Let me tell you about meeting the love of your life on the side of a cliff. <laughs> oh, nice. I took one look at her and I could watch her washing off a line all day long. <laughs> Beckoning me over with her little wee tail. <laughs> so sure footed, aren't you? <laughs> Let's see when I add an extra peg. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, listen, out there, if there is a Scottish man, <coughs> Paul Gordon, who has at times made love to goats. This isn't based on you, buddy. No, no. No. This is based on a much... This is a larger sickness in society that we're addressing. Yeah. It's not just you, Gordon. And we hope you get the help. <laughs> There's us, <need>. Alistair. <laughs> I'm quite keen as well. <laughs> oh, hello, Alistair. <laughs> I don't think I'll be seeing you around this time of year. <laughs> they've, they've not usually migrated around the mountain yet. <laughs> I well, I thought pastors knew. <laughs> These kilts are handy. <laughs> <They're really> handy. <laughs> it's nice to get a horn stuck on a pleat once in a while, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. That was the other story, wasn't it? From. 
South yes, Korea. Yes, South Korea. The other end of the peninsula. Love, lovely connection there, Max. Thanks. Uh, yeah, guy uh, just, uh, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Just got up and tried to open the door. And he got, he got it open too, but uh, it was, um, they were close enough to landing that, yeah, the door opened. Because apparently you can't do that in... Um, At high altitude. No. The air pressure would be such. Yeah. Yeah, they were, but they were still like 650 feet from the ground, from touchdown. And this dude just, I think he said that he just wanted some fresh air and just got up and opened the door. Have you seen the footage? Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Just people like strapped in their seats, just like faces like, no! (laughs) (laughs) See, at that point though, why wasn't, you know, why wasn't there anybody else out of their seats, like going, you know, trying to get him? Or maybe, yeah. maybe they all blew out the, the door. <laughs> That's why you didn't see them. But yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, there was a moment where you, it's you, you don't want to be a busybody, but that's a moment to step in, isn't it? Yeah, you seem to be about to kill us all, sir. Yeah, you can't. Don't just keep reading your paper because that's about to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Regarding, you know, you might really want to finish that article, but once he gets that door open, (laughs) your tablet's not going to be any use to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, our friend JJ uh, Whitehead, yes, very talented comedian. He told me a story once. He was on a plane, and. the guy sitting beside him uh, w- got up and tried um, tried to open the door, much like that. And uh, people um, people wrestled him to the ground and got him back in his seat. And because uh, the guy had like he was like a he had long hair. He looked a lot like JJ to a point that people thought they were together. Right. Um, but they were. Um, they were saying, you know, this is bullshit and he needs to be arrested. The man's obviously on drugs. And uh, JJ made a, like an impassioned speech to everybody. Just going, look, he's he was asleep. I, I don't know him, but he was asleep. He, he was obviously sleepwalking and uh, we shouldn't judge a book by his cover. You know, let's just, let's just cut him some slack. I mean, he's up now. He feels bad. Everybody go back and... Um, so he kind of smoothed it all over and he sat back down beside the guy and um, he was like, uh, geez, that was, uh, that was something. Uh, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. Well, you see, the thing is I'm really addicted to heroin and uh, <laughs> having these outbursts. <laughs> oh. oh, I see. Yeah, well, we won't make an announcement about that, but now I won't sleep. I'll just make sure that the junkie doesn't try to jump out of the plane again. <laughs> my dealer's gonna be somewhere up in these clouds <laughs> oh is are these uh, is this the mountains range of afghanistan because i might just be able to <laughs> pluck a poppy <laughs> i think i see a field of red down there <laughs> i'm going in <laughs> fuck that is some serious jonesing were you thinking right I, I think i can speed this flight up by falling <laughs> oh did you see that story no i might be leaping ahead i don't really want to talk more about 
South Korean aviation. I think we're done. I think we're done. We can leap to. Is there an is there an Egypt in the story? Oh, there is an Egypt. Excellent. Play that goddamn flute. <laughs> <laughs> Next Egypt, please. <laughs> There's a, a government official, sort of regional government official in India. It was like last week. And he he went on social media to brag about the fact that he had dropped his phone into a reservoir. And to get it back, he had ordered the entire reservoir drained. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck is on that phone... Trust me, the best place for it would have been the bottom of a lake. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you've drained it and, you know, a thousand other perverts have now had to come down to the shore and look for their phone. (laughs) (laughs) Unless, if if that was a way to catch all the local perverts... (laughs) And that, that that guy, we got to do a different podcast about how smart he is. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a fair few things at the bottom of that reservoir. That, uh... oh, fucking right. His career, he yeah. got fucking sacked. Like <laughs> ah, yeah, like as if India doesn't wouldn't couldn't use a drop of water. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you haven't drained a reservoir in Scotland. You know that. <laughs> They're gonna need that. Yeah. For at least half of the year, it's dry as a fucking bone. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been something bad, like a like an actual topless woman. Not just one in a wet shirt, no. Oh. Topless. S- Side boob. I see. <laughs> sort of a blue-faced lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? He got sacked for it. Yeah, what my fuck got done. PC gone mad. <laughs> the fucking madness of like, you know what I mean? You think you'd just make it, you know? Oh, I can't believe that. Oh, fucking, what's it called again? I forgot what it's called now. When evaporation. Yeah. Oh, evaporation's a bitch there, boss. I don't know what's happened to that. <laughs> One of our reservoirs is dry as a fucking bone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and in India too, you could instead of pumping it out, you could have just had it evaporate in a day. I'm no. sure it would if you didn't protect it in some manner, yeah, in some sort of fashion. Yeah, of reservoir. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a fucking Egypt. He is. He's, you know, he is, he's he... giving away precious, precious water, which we all need. And number yeah. two, he fucking went on social media and bragged about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very strange. A lot of people don't realize that that's connected to everybody. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you've 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 kind of snitched yourself out there, fella. <laughs> you know, you've scrolled on a global toilet door this time. <laughs> <laughs> the global toilet door. Oh, that is a good term for uh, the for internet, social media. Yeah. I wonder if there's anybody still, you know, scratching shit out on toilet doors anymore. I don't think so. But I used to love that when I, not doing it, but uh, our family vacations were always taken um, across Canada. So I used to go use many public toilets in truck stops oh. all across Canada. And it was just, a, it was, it was amazing how much stuff people would write and you know like and there's no your parents couldn't protect you from it in any way without going into the bathroom with you that's it just painting over the doors on the inside 
which would have made your dad look really fucking weird. Yeah, you would look like he'd drained an Indian reservoir. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's nothing to see here. <laughs> dad, why is our number and call? Have a good time. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows why anybody would want a good time? <laughs> Maybe some guys just wanted to come around and do a bit of fishing. Yeah, probably. Probably. Gonna go work on the fence in the in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, why is there a hole in the fence? <laughs> well, son, that's for when I catch eels. <laughs> and some of my neighbors want an eel real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Neither me nor the eel lovers have time to walk all the way around the fence. I just a lot of people are embarrassed by their love of eels. So you don't want to make eye contact when you're selling an eel to a man. Or just giving the eel away. Sometimes I just put an eel through and I don't know whether there's anybody on the other side. Just wait. Wait long enough. <laughs> You'll get some. <laughs> Is it an electric eel, Papa? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Particularly on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there was a lot of scuttlebutt back in the day. It used to be written on the back of toilet doors. Yes. You know what I mean? Scuttlebutt, funny jokes, really. A lot of telephone numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, quite obviously, jilted lovers going, and yeah, for a good time, you fucking <laughs> And then that poor woman has to keep answering the phone. No, no. 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 That's um, not, it won't be a good time. No. I'm sorry. No. I won't be pushing an eel through the hole. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you play with your own eel? Hmm? Really? <laughs> is, is that what you think is acceptable comedy, Glenn? People playing with their own eels? Why not? Why not? It's, well, the, do you know eels are weird? <laughs> yes, I'm fully aware of that. How weird do you know they are? Well, they're electric. That first right there. No, that's pretty weird, actually. Yeah, now I think about it. I don't think they're all electric. <laughs> they must sing that in their heads a lot. Who? <laughs> the eels. Why? It's electric. Are, are you doing the... That's the It's Electric song. If I was an eel, that's what I'd sing, and sing to myself when I oh, walked I into rooms. Or slam into them. If you were an eel. Yeah. You'd be into 1970s disco if you were an eel. Hey, you said they were weird. Oh, yeah, isn't fair enough. <laughs> you know, they, for a lo very long time, nobody knew how they existed. What? They Nobody could work out what the breeding cycle of the eel was. Oh, right. Because so, nobody had seen a baby eel, and nobody had ever seen eel sex. I mean, wow. it's the sort of shit you drain a reservoir for. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say... You don't want to get caught with that on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out, yes, yeah, so nobody knew. Socrates wrote... Uh, no, Aristotle it was. He wrote a whole, you know, the, for basically the first natural history book. But he was so stumped by eels, he just went, ah, fuck it. Maybe they just explode into existence. Wow. Yeah, just gave up. I don't fucking know. Nobody knows. It turns out the little fuckers all over the world all go back to the Sagasso Sea, 
which is the water around Bermuda, all over the planet. They all have to go back there? They all go back there. Every eel? Every eel. Like even eels in the Thames? Yes, British eels. Eels from the Fenland. They all go... How often do they make this journey? Oh, I don't know. Like, pretty cagey about it. Yeah. You know, know. when you've been shoved through a fence... <laughs> a couple of times by a retired Canadian man. <laughs> Get in there, you slippery eel. <laughs> Sweet son of a bitch. <laughs> Every eel has to go to Bermuda Bermuda to breed. Every eel. See, this that is the I kind know of thing of. that would get scrawled into a bathroom door <laughs> and would be believed for years. <laughs> I can't see that's not a workable system. It's what the eels have done. It doesn't seem like the most efficient way to go about it. Even river eels. So river eels are able to go... Apparently so. They all have to go back to Bermuda. So you couldn't put two eels in a tank and have them breed? Well, you know, you cannot make them put on a fuck shelf, for you, Glenn. No, I know. <laughs> no, try as I may. <laughs> it ruined my stag do. <laughs> Just a couple of eels flopping around on stage. <laughs> this isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. This isn't the sex show we really planned for. <laughs> when you said there was going to be eels shoved through holes. Like... We thought it was a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, we thought by fence you meant... Bumhole, <laughs> and by eel you meant willy like realize yeah there you go so there's eels yeah yeah i i can't even believe that was what the weirdest thing socrates felt about them like they wouldn't even have had a, a, a concept of electricity would they well i don't know so then I mean, they, it's, they have they eels would have this magic power that they wouldn't even like what the what the hell is that? I feel like I've licked two batteries. Only I don't know what batteries are. Exactly. Exactly. They didn't even piece together that that's... One day, the whole world will be illuminated by what comes out of eels. <laughs> when you put it like that, <laughs> it sure as shit sounds weird. Yeah. And you can see why somebody might be sexually attracted to that kind of power. And it wouldn't be so weird if you yeah, wanted you're... to watch them fuck. That's right. You're you're attracted to power. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we meet? We met at the fuse box. <laughs> uh, we were at the fuse box sometimes on Tuesdays. I go hang out at the substation. Yeah, yeah, do something. <laughs> <laughs> What else is going on in the world? Is there anything in the world of sport? Well, yeah, there was quite a weird story. Uh, I don't know if you saw this one. Uh, the couples uh, are mixed, or uh, the doubles tennis in the in the French Open. Whatever, there was something. There's always something going on. Ah, the tennis people—they're always at it. Yeah, the yeah. Roland Garros. We oui. at the clay court. It's all orangey. Yeah, that's right. They don't want grass. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's extraneous to the story. Um, 
one of the players accidentally hit a ball and it hit the um, ball girl uh, in the neck and they were forced to forfeit the game. And that was like, if you hit, apparently, if you hit one of the ball people. Um, the ball people sounds pretty fucking weird. I know, it sounds like they're a race. <laughs> the ball people. We're doing this to defend the ball people and all that they stand for. <laughs> right. As we stand here in Bouncington. <laughs> One of the most maligned people on planet Earth, the ball people. We are very different. Some of us are felt. Some of us are leather. Some of us are round. Some of us are oblong-shaped. <laughs> we have been genetically programmed to go get your ball. <laughs> and all we require is a little respect. And uh, don't shoot the balls at us. That's We're right. We're getting them for you. Yes. And we personally find when somebody says, they're very bouncy. We consider that an insult. Mm. Yeah. Because what are you actually trying to say? Hmm? What are you saying? Are I'm... you saying we're overinflated? <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind that. It's the underinflated balls. Those are the ones that are hard to judge. Yes. They're the ones that give people extra Super Bowl rings. <laughs> I think you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the ball people know, Tom. The ball people. <laughs> and that's who took all your crypto. <laughs> Now you have to play another year, you old cunt. One more season <laughs> with your 78-year-old arm. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I, yeah, I looked at it. and I, Yes, yeah, so I watched the actual footage. So it's ball boys and ball girls. I'd imagine, to be honest, it's in the name. Yeah. You should really... Be ready for a ball to hit you. <laughs> right? And and who was who was hitting them so much that they had to make a rule? Like <laughs> And especially at that level, what 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 would you possibly get out of it just to like okay, they're really not looking now. Whack <laughs> Yes, I, I, we're having a wonderful game of tennis, and then I realized I could combine my love of tennis with my love of sadomasochism. One bouncy ball at a time. Yeah. Oh, you volunteer from the local high school, do you? <laughs> pinpoint accuracy. <laughs> I was striking these little ball people in the groin again and again. <laughs> A <laughs> hundred mile an hour serve. Now, it's not how everyone has fun, but it's how I have fun. Yes. Now that the eels have gone back to Bermuda. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, but he got back. I thought it was, it was harsh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mixed. I think it was, it, it was two Japanese women were playing two Russian women. And yeah. yeah, and so I looked at the footage and I was expecting it to be like a really angry, but, you know, badly directed serve. Yeah. Something that could, she was just clearing the ball off the, the court. Like, yeah, that's not, maybe it's just because it's French. It's all union. Yeah. It is not your job. <laughs> and do your job. And then it's uh, on Tuesday between 
3 and 5 p.m. You do your job. Yes. And then retire at 47. <laughs> 47. <laughs> Once you've handled one ball. <laughs> Jean-Claude, your day is done. <laughs> <laughs> now you've handled that ball. They can't retire until they are 47 and one day. <laughs> we will riot. <laughs> I will riot for the possibility of retiring. <laughs> How did they get them to riot? Surely they would. They'd, they'd weasel out of it. Like <laughs> nah, I'm sorry, but uh, we only riot between uh, certain times, and that that time of the year is gone. You will have to wait. There will be no rioting in August, I can tell you that. (laughs) Not in my month of love making. (laughs) But yeah, it was pretty harsh. Like to not only the the they lose the game, they they also had to forfeit their um, tour rankings and the money from that tournament. Wow. Pretty fucking harsh, like. Yeah, tennis is a strange world. Have you ever been to one of the the big tennis events? No, no. I I would take uh, interest in it, though. I do enjoy it. I do well, enjoy the sport. Well, I certainly like drinking in wealthy suburbs. Okay, that's all I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking keen interest in whatever the fuck you're doing there in your wealthy suburb, <laughs> guarded by soldiers while I drink champagne. No, it's Pims, isn't it? I've been to Wimbledon a couple of times. I actually saw Maria Sharapova play in centre court. Wow. It's, and the grunting was real. Like, uh, from you? Or? <laughs> Apparently it helped her game. <laughs> Whatever you sure, need. Sure, uh, please take your eel out. <laughs> what do you mean, put my eel away? Yeah, put your eel away, please. <laughs> if you want to do this on one of the lesser courts, this is center courts or Cliff Richards. He's very, he's, well, he's intrigued. If, I mean, if anything, you know, he'll sing for a bit of eel. <laughs> Pardon? Nothing. <laughs> I'm not getting sued. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was it was it was astonishing. Like when you see the tennis, you, you hear <coughs> players grunting as they serve but yeah nobody grunted like Sharapova like <laughs> oh dear that wasn't the noise I was hoping to shake out <laughs> I, was, I was showing you I was showing you some grunts like Sharapova <laughs> loud though yeah like it's saying it was like each serve was like, <laughs> like well you know what they're doing what uh, they are covering the sound that the ball's making when it hits the ground because that's how um, uh, you... It, it, it's taking away one of the senses of returning the serve. Parking? Yeah, they're trying to... You know, like the way you'd hit a ball with the racket, it would make a... Like that? Uh-huh. If you cover that up with a... <laughs> Like a big Captain Caveman. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Cavey! Yeah, yeah, um, or if you just if you just enter Captain Caveman into a major uh, tennis tournament, that's pretty distracting too. (laughs) Don't get him excited. He's awful at tennis, but the women he rolls with are 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if is the end of his, you know, tennis racket the little bird would come out. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. I didn't realize yeah. That's that's good. Sometimes my references don't work over here. <laughs> yeah. But, and he, Captain Caveman's pretty obscure. Yeah, yeah. Well, not for us. We're the same age, but uh, yes. I think uh, Captain Caveman gets uh, gets short shrift because I've never seen him again. But he, I I swear he was the most popular cartoon character when I was like five years old. Yes, he was. I think probably would be deemed problematic somehow. His violence, his his the fact that he was basically a, in a hairy bollock. It was just a, a bollock with legs. I can't even remember what his deal was. I just remember every once in a while he yelled, Captain Caveman! And then he made a sound. Do you know what I think it was? My dad liked him. My dad would sometimes say Captain Caveman and tickle us or whatever. And right? Yeah. I think that's what I think that's that's what made me think he's the coolest one. Because, uh, you know, if your dad notices, yeah, like, yeah I'm watching something good. Yeah. Know? If your dad's writing it on a toilet door, then... <laughs> Got to be a, great a good time. Call Captain <laughs> Caveman. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Wolf. Glenn made me do all those jokes. <laughs> oh, well, they're harsh. That was harsh on tennis. I, I feel like it's not good to be hit by a high-speed ball by a professional sports person. But at the same time, you know, yeah. you're a ball person. Take it on the chin. Yes. Yeah, because everybody... Probably be... not the chin. That will knock you out. Yeah, oh, that would hurt. But um, everybody would be proud of you if you took the hit and just kept playing, you know, kept going. That's the kind of thing tennis crowds like there used to be. And that young boy, he took it straight to the shoulder. He didn't wince. He picked it up. He handed it back and he stood there. Yeah. He waited for the next one. Yes. As he, that's why I don't mind. When ball people moved into my neighborhood, I didn't mind. Mm. I knew what they were capable of. Wait, which? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, is, what are the ball people capable of? Getting balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. There'll always be a return serve, as it were. Oh, yes, I go up to them. I make small talk. Wonderful. First time here. Have you ever held a ball before? Have you ever tried to dodge a ball? Have you ever taken a ball to the face? Obviously, we have, we have mocked many nations, many peoples. The peoples of the Korean Peninsula. Mm-hmm. The Korean, the Korean Peninsula, <laughs> the people of the Korean Peninsula, yes, uh, French sporting authorities, the ball people, the ball people, they've got it pretty hard and tight. <laughs> yeah. Let me bring it back to my island. So this is amazing. amazing. I just, uh, I'm hearing little flute like, like <laughs> back to the green shores of Ireland. <laughs> There's not a single goat in the land that's ever been touched. <laughs> Just a drone flying quickly to the shore with a potato on it and children jumping at it, <laughs> trying to get it. <laughs> Ukrainian tantalizing these little Irish children with a potato. And a, a tantalization we would accept. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your hand grenade! <laughs> 
There's a footage has come out of a taxi driver in Belfast. You know, he had one of the cams built into the car because it's with one of the big yeah. taxi companies. Sure. It's fucking clown. He's like in his late 50s, early 60s, bald. You know those sort of glasses? That sort of certain type of bald dude keeps the glasses, sunglasses on his bald yeah. head. Yeah. Oh, that guy has hair in the shape of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird bit of hair you've gone for. Yeah. Look how you've shaved it At all off. At least you're not weak and have gone bald. No. No. <laughs> you've, you've kept your glass shaped hair. So this dude, it's a taxi driver in Belfast. He doesn't, it, he's in the footage. He is threatening his customer in the front seat with a gun. With his wow. massive, like, Desert Eagle-sized giant <laughs> handgun. <laughs> and the dude in the front seat, there's another guy in the back. And they, both of them are, like, in their early 20s. Late teens, early 20s. And the kid in the front has, like, the most horrific come down in the world. Like, he is... He, like, he's, and this guy, this dude is trying to intimidate him, but the kid, young lad is just so fucked anyway. Yeah, he's, the taxi driver is like, going, ain't gonna fuck on, you know what I mean? He's one of those ones. Out there, you know what I mean? I've got a gun out here, ain't gonna, you gonna make this right, or I'm gonna sort you out, you know what I mean? Hey, out there. Like, he has no idea the footage has been, you know, is going back to the fucking taxi company. Where does he think that camera does lead to? I just thought it was a wee bit of fun. <laughs> I thought it was for swingers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Space up their marriages. He, was one of the, he looked like a very sexually repressed, angry, <laughs> angry older man from Belfast. You know what I mean? My marriage with fucking Migrant is so fucked. You know what I mean? Space up our marriage. I'd be happy with a bit of fucking honey and lemon. <laughs> what a fucking call. What's it called? Lemon and herb. He's got to lemon and herb you up, fucker. You know what I mean? That's marriage needs a refit. See, this is... The footage is insane. Because he gets the gun out and in many other places in the world... The person you're intimidating in the car will be oh fuck sorry I'll do whatever you want this is like a really hungover kid from fucking Belfast he's just like oh another fuck. gun oh many fuck me like <laughs> Jesus Christ uh, you know this you've got a man who's threatening to murder somebody with a handgun and the kid isn't concentrating because his hangover is so badly he's just sitting there with a gun being pointed at his head going oh I just, I just want a day <laughs> I just want a day. <laughs> Whatever the threat is, I'll take the the uh, the death, please. <laughs> I'll take death. Hey, just a wee bit of death, please, mate. <laughs> oh fucking! I need paracetamol, bacon, and death in any order. <laughs> the kid is just is not paying attention to his death threat that he's receiving enough. Right, so the kid's right. like slightly ashen, looking straight ahead, just like I fucking want to get under a duvet so much. Right? <laughs> the, the gunman, who's in, the, aka the taxi driver, the bald fuck in the sixties, right? he's trying to intimidate. This is so Belfast. He slaps him with the gun. Wake up! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just kind of clanks him over the head. Are you listening to what I'm doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> the most Belfast thing I've ever seen. I'm trying to intimidate you with a gun in a in a car, and you're not paying attention. Like slaps him in the head with the gun. You hear what I'm saying? Hey, 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 I'll do it. You know. What did he want? I don't fucking know. It was something to do with money, no doubt. Right. You know, I doubt he was, I don't think he'd got him in the car, taking him some shittiest day on the edge of Belfast going, right, you're going to make this, right? Right? You know what I mean? It's uh, the Chelsea Flower Show's coming up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you fucking promised everybody you're a fucking whiz with a fucking Hage Ranger. <laughs> you said there was going to be perennial fucking flower beds you all around said. you. You fucking promised us. <laughs> you fucking promised this estate that there was going to be beautiful perennial flower beds. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's... You don't look like the kind of guy who likes to disappoint a man's aunt. Because that's what you're doing right now. That's it. You have no idea how disappointed. There's women going through the change in this estate. <laughs> Hot flushes everywhere. <laughs> and for some reason you can't put a fucking cactus. But a nice wee, you know what I mean? Like a something. Something to just jazz it up a bit. <laughs> and that's why you're in my car right now. With a giant loaded handgun that you're too hungover to pay attention to. Next time you're in the pub, you stop telling people you're a botanist if you're not a fucking botanist. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nuts. There's one bit in all this. The taxi driver, aka the gunman, turns around to the guy in the back seat and goes, Sorry about all this. <laughs> Was it a ride share? <laughs> the guy in the back's going, listen, this is, you know what I mean? It's kind of shit me up, you know what I mean? you got a gun out. It's quite a lot. And the guy's going, yeah, sorry about all that. It's got a bit, you know, out of hand. He doesn't put the gun away. He's still waving it around. Scratching his nose with it. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, sometimes the old world meets the new world. The new world of technology. And you, you just can't... You can't do the old ways anymore. No. No. You have to find new ways of intimidating people. Yeah. Yeah? You can't just put a gun to people's heads in cars in Belfast anymore. What you need to do is start following them on social media. Leaving snippy comments underneath. Or just get them to say stupid things in a cab without realizing that there's a camera in there. Yeah. And then use that to intimidate them. Exactly. Go, I'm going to put this on social media and everybody's going to know how you really feel about life. And, and how you feel about the ball people. That's right. Wayne, I'm going to make sure that everybody knows exactly how you feel about Black History Month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Which is more scary, that or the gun? <laughs> I'll get the money, man. I'll get the money. Right, right, it'll just, just shoot me for fuck's sake. <laughs> what did I say? Was it like a month was too much? Or... Did I say it was two months or there should have been? What did I say? Just tell me. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm just telling you, you'll never present daytime TV again. Away.
Well, it feels like uh, we, we've got one there. Yeah? Oh, yeah. It feels like we've covered all the agents. Yeah. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this romp through fucking bad judgment. That's right. That's right. A testament to bad judgment. Also, uh, if you're if you're new to us, thank you so much for being here. Uh, do, do us a favor, follow us on all the socials. We got Instagram, we got uh, uh, something else too. <laughs> follow us on the social medias known as the Twitters, yeah, and the Instagrams, and anywhere that you're listening to us on a podcast thing. Uh, just uh, subscribe to us and give us a five star review if you enjoyed it. Uh, it really helps with the algorithm and. Uh, yeah. And that way, you'll only encourage us to delve yeah. ever deeper into the world of Egypt. We haven't asked you for anything. And we're still not. No. That goat's ours. Quit looking at it. This has been a Pod People production. This is a Pod People production. Pod People production. Ball.